Are you, are you in the Navy now? Yeah, do it. Hey, it's Garbage Brain University. I'm Drew Toothpaste. I'm Natalie Duke. Today we're talking about... Allergies. That shit sucks. There's all kinds of them. A lot of people have them. What if you were walking around in the world and you just weren't fucking allergic? What if you... I always wonder, what if you didn't have any allergies? Uh-huh. I also wonder about, what if you didn't need glasses? Yeah, just walking around in a field with your naked face. Your naked face is out there, just fucking flapping in the breeze. That would be fantastic, just walking through fields of waving goldenrod and ragweed. Mm-hmm. Just like letting this slap you in the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> They're not even swelling up. <laughs> I'm licking them. Ah. <laughs> I love the way it smells. (laughs) (laughs) Who are those people? Are you you someone who does not have allergies and you don't wear glasses? Pop off. We want to hear about it. No, I don't want to hear from you. I want to hear about it. I want to hear what it's like and I want to hear like more about you because there has to be something else about you that is like real shitty. And that's the thing. That's why I didn't want to hear because if you don't have allergies, that's great. If you don't wear glasses, that's great. But what's the trade off? I want to know what the trade off is. But I don't think life is like special in Fallout where you have to take some away from luck to get agility. I think that <laughs> I think that is just possible for some people to be really good looking and not have allergies and also be like really kind and smart. I just think <laughs> I just think if you go looking for that guy's flaw, you're just going to make yourself mad. Just, <laughs> you know, just try to get on his good side because he's super powerful. That's, <laughs> that's my train of thought. I imagine that it is distributed because, like, I mean, at least when it comes to things that you that you do on your own, like working towards things. You can't be good at everything because getting especially good at one thing makes it so you're missing out on practicing all the other shit. Right, Yeah. In that respect, there is, like, a distribution of points. Sure, and there's kind of a skill tree. Right. I've devoted all my points to, like, weird shit. I imagine, like, there's someone who has, like, no allergies. They can just, like, roll out of bed and see stuff without having to put glasses on. (laughs) And, like, their glasses never get greasy because they don't wear them. But I imagine that they have to, like, special order their shoes because their feet are so huge. Or, like, maybe... They can't swim, something like that. Yeah, <laughs> I can't swim. I don't know. That's what I, I went with. You, you know, <laughs> my friend, you look great first thing in the morning. But hop in that pool, and we'll see who makes it to the other side. <laughs> okay, competition between Michael Stipe, Aqua, Aqua. Yeah. Who is the other one? The guy with no allergies. The, the guy with no allergies. <laughs> and who is the one we just talked about? What did we talk about last week? Oh, you're asking old Swiss cheese brain, buddy. <laughs> it was penguins. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Stipe versus the perfect person <laughs> with no allergies and who, no glasses. Who can't swim. A koala swim. and a penguin. I mean, the penguin is, the penguin is for sure winning because yeah. the perfect guy can't swim. <laughs> Yeah. That's his fatal flaw. <laughs> Number one is penguin, and we're we have to we have yet to determine who is going to win between the koala and Michael Stipe. 
Now, if I were in a meeting with Dr. Perfect. (laughs) The perfect human. (laughs) Now, think about this. You would not. So you're at a deficit. You can't see shit, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. You're all stuffed up. You got a headache like three days out of seven. You got a headache just because of sinus and allergies and everything else. And you take Zyrtec and you have to do the Flonase and it smells like flowers. I hate it. Yeah. It's awful. It makes your coffee taste weird. Tastes like flowers. And you go and you have to meet Dr. Perfect. Uh And he says, come to my office. And you say, actually, doctor, I prefer to meet in the pool. (laughs) I'll meet you at the raft in the center of the pool, doctor. And then we'll see who is in charge and who is issuing the bill at the end of this visit. (laughs) (laughs) I, you know, allergies are not something I think of, but someone on our Discord suggested this who was it uh this was suggested by a lot of people now when i when i say a lot of people i mean like a lot of people were participating in a conversation about why we should do this and i and i couldn't tell who started it okay let's hear it though so it was suggested by alexis lerlene cheese curls bucket rich and josh so thanks guys (laughs) if you're not yet on our discord Hop on our private Discord. Everybody talks on there all the time. It's a cool crew. We're on there. Patreon.com slash University. And you have to get on there to give us ideas. We just won't listen otherwise. It's not like, <laughs> it's not an elitism thing. I and just, I just am I'm not on the computer like that. I'm not like combing all the p- potential ways you can tell me what kind of episode you want. Just come to the Discord and tell me. Right. I will only have one, I only have one source I consult. I'm not going to like collate like five different social media accounts. <laughs> no, that's not how it goes. So you never asked me the question. Natalie, what are allergies? Uh, allergies are a number of conditions caused by hypersensitivity of the immune system to typically harmless substances in the environment. People usually think of the immune system as being something you need to strengthen mm-hmm. and something that keeps you from getting sick, but your immune system can make you sick. Right. By overreacting to some bullshit that's in a field in the same state you were born in. That was here before you, just chill. It doesn't make sense. Like, I have relatives who have been in Ohio since the 1500s. There's no reason I should be allergic to the grass in Ohio. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I should be, like, primed for it by this point. I think that's unfortunately how genetics works. Being congested just never stopped anybody up the line. There was just... Some old milkman who met a milkmaid and he said, hey, how's it going? She's like, oh, yeah, are you real stuffed up right now? And he's like, ah, yeah, you know, ye old goldenrod. (laughs) And then they fucked. (laughs) Only if you say it like that. You can't. You can't give it the scholastic, like, and then they fucked. You gotta go, then they fucked. <laughs> Makes it sound cooler, though. You gotta, dr- you gotta draw it out like it's a cool car. Like, okay, so, like, just saying they fucked, it's just, like, a very matter of fact. But when you say it the other way, it sounds like they were, like, riding motorcycles, like, smoking cigarettes. <laughs> like, they were doing, like, all the, like, the cool shit while they were also having intercourse. Wouldst thou <laughs> like to hop on my motorcycle? 
We're gonna do donuts, baby. <laughs> when you have allergies, they give you conditions like hay fever, atopic dermatitis, allergic asthma, and anaphylaxis. And then people also have food allergies, which cause problems for them. I'm not allergic to any foods, are you? Yeah, I am. I am allergic to pineapple, and I am allergic to the artificial cinnamon flavoring they use in the shit. <laughs> Like atomic fireballs. Yeah, or like close-up toothpaste. Hot tamales. Hot tamales. Oh, man. And, I, and it sucks I love that shit. That's how I found out I was allergic to it. So it it, <laughs> it makes your tongue swell up? Is it that makes what my happens? tongue swell up and it makes all the skin in my mouth come off. Now that, you need that. That actually, I, I'm also allergic to one of the cleaning agents they use in toothpaste. And so I have to use like special toothpaste because that would also make the skin in my mouth come off. Oh, sodium lauryl sulfate? Mm -hmm. Is that what it is? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's like a detergent. Yeah. Like when I use that, I have to like stick my fingers in my in my mouth and like kind of swipe the insides of my cheek and like pull the skin off because it just like sloughs off within, oh. within like an hour. It's really disgusting. And I'm also allergic to pineapple. I can't eat pineapple. It does the same stuff. I get like, I get like dermatitis in my mouth when I eat certain stuff. That's awful. No, mm -hmm. I don't have any, I don't have any food allergies. Actually, up until like the last couple of years, I just assume it's because my pipes are getting old, like an old house. But up until the last couple of years, like I could pretty much eat or drink anything. I still do pretty good. I could eat a diet that's about 15% chili oil and I'm, I'm fine. I was worried. Uh, we went to a party at our friend's house where there was a bunch of hot sauce it was a hot one party mm -hmm. this was in the days before coronavirus we'll say that yeah this was in the before times yeah right so but, when we're talking about being in a room with people it was before the coronavirus carry on with your story just thinking about it now there were more than 10 people in a room there's probably like 40 or 50 people there <laughs> i was concerned that all of the chili oil and everything would like upset my stomach because i always eat hot stuff i'll eat that szechuan chili oil I'll eat peppers and habanero hot sauce and stuff like that. And it, it never bothers me. But I was like, well, this stuff says like one million Dr. Piss death and stuff like that on it. And I was like, this is not going to be good. I ate it and it was fine. Yeah. I ate all of them. I didn't even break a sweat. Oh, I sweated. Sweating is not an allergy, though. No. It did not even make me sweat, but I will also sit and eat, like, a jar full of ghost peppers also, like, all the time. And I will always get, like, the hottest version of stuff when I go out and eat. Like, I, I eat stuff that is, like, hotter than most people would. That's true. You do. Our bodies work in opposite ways. My transit time, which is from input to output, is, like, 10 to 12 hours. <laughs> yeah. I'm, like, a it sloth. Just... I, like, poop months, once a month. <laughs> you're like a compost bin <laughs> a beautiful compost bin <laughs> but when it comes out it's just totally changed <laughs> my whew, buddy mine is recognizable <laughs> it's just i don't know what it is i don't know if it's just my i think it's because you drink so much water i you think get it's so much fiber i think it's because i get a lot of fiber i drink a lot of water i drink uh, a dozen cups of coffee i just think everything i do in my lifestyle just makes you poop yeah i think my short intestine is probably about two and a half inches long <laughs> i just got most people got most people got the long and winding road through the mountains and mine is just like you know like the old timey thing they used to stick on cigarettes to smoke them through that to make it more elegant mm -hmm. mine is like that between my stomach and my butthole <laughs> 
she's right through. I felt all the Dr. Death's uh, evil blood like shooting shooting out. That was not pleasant, but uh, it was fine on the inside. Yeah, I don't think I ever had problems. For, I, I eat a lot of fucking chilies. That's like one of my favorite things in the world is extremely hot shit. Yeah. And I eat a lot of fucking hot shit and I've never had any issues with it. I, yeah. do, I also think there's like a slight like addictive personality kind of element to it where I get like a little bit of like adrenaline or something from eating stuff that's like painful and I like that. And it kind of like makes, makes the perverted part of my brain be like, hmm, oh, hurt, yeah. hurt me. <laughs> oh yeah, it does that. Yeah, it does that to me too. I'm like, I can take it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to stop. This is breakfast. <laughs> I don't, uh, yeah, so I don't have any food allergies. I am, however, extremely allergic to everything else. Yeah. I uh, went in. You got the little back duty. Yeah, there was something called, I think it was called the poke test. Mm -hmm. You would go to the doctor and they would go down your back and they would make little rows and they would write on your skin in ballpoint pen, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, right? And it was like 30 of them. Mm -hmm. And then they would have a little needle and they would poke it on number one and then they would write down like oak tree. Number two, they would poke you and they would be like poison ivy. Like I know that one's gonna puff up. And they'd go down and like ragweed, goldenrod, dust mites, animal dander, grass, tree leaves, tree pollen, flower pollen, just like all this shit. And I was allergic to literally every single one. Yeah. And so for about 16 years or so, well, no, it started when I was about four because my folks brought me to the doctor and they're like, this kid is fucked up. Like we get a refund. We got a lemon. He's not fun to take anywhere because he swells up. Yeah, he can't breathe. He's just always bubbling snot like a nasty little fucker. And the doctor's <laughs> like, oh, he's allergic to everything. <laughs> so they started giving me allergy shots. And then either the doctors got tired or my parents got tired. So my mom just started giving me allergy shots. She's not a nurse. Yeah, well, I mean, just poke them. But it was fine. She just gave me needle shots. But I never, I never cared about that. I was always... Fine with it. Yeah. How often did you get them? Once a month? Once a week. Oh. I don't remember if they worked because I was still like always allergic to shit. And then one time I came into the doctor because you had to go in there like every so often. And the doctor was like, they don't really do allergy shots anymore. And I was like, I don't know if this is true because I know we talked about this before. My health insurance my whole life has just induced me to go to the worst doctors in the universe. Yeah. Like the time I went to the dentist that was in a back of a department store. <laughs> he was like behind the layaway department in Sears. And so I went to this other fucking doctor that was on the insurance plan. And this doctor was like, uh, why don't, instead of doing all these allergy shots, why don't you just take Claritin? And I was like, well, what's that? He's like, well, you just take that and it makes you not allergic anymore. So I took that and it kind of worked. <laughs> And then it still stopped working, and you had to switch to a different one. And then you got to switch to another one. And then you got to switch to a different one. Because they stopped working. It's like the hedonic treadmill, except the antihistamine treadmill. That's right. I, I'm, a, I'm a Zyrtec girl. Periodically, I'll get a prescription for Allegra if I'm having a fantastic allergic reaction to something. Yeah, I've been on Zyrtec for a while, and you got to take those antihistamines at night. Yes. Those are sleepy. Even if they say, here's the key. If they tell you you can take this antihistamine and it won't make you sleepy. 
That means it doesn't work. It means it doesn't work. <laughs> it's unfortunate. If it blocks your histamine receptors, that's just how it goes. Yeah. Um, I got a, oh, I got a quiz. Um, I want you to list off the top eight most common allergens. All allergens. of the allergens. All of them. The most common one. Mm-hmm. Pollen. Pollen's got to be number one. Pollen is number one. They give a pollen report in the weather for that reason. Yeah. I'm going to go with animal dander. Uh, pet like dander. Cat or dog? Pet. Pet shit that comes off of it. How about grass? Grass. I'm allergic to grass. Allergic to grass. It's unfortunate because we've decided grass has to be everywhere. That was one of the worst decisions society made was the whole grass thing. Uh, you know, that one time, I know we talked about it before when we were crisis actors. Oh, yeah. We had to lay in the grass. <sighs> yeah, we had. To, I had the impalement injury in my leg and um, I had to lay in the grass for a really long time. They shuffled you off real quickly because they're like, if you can walk, then come on and get on the truck. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, it's just uh, it's my hand, but I'm in shock. So I can't even believe this. <laughs> Well, yeah, so no, you, you were off, and I still had to lay there for another 45 minutes. Yeah. And I'm allergic to grass. By the time I got on the transport to take me to the hospital after they picked me up out of the field, I was, like, starting to feel real sick. And no. by the time I got back from the hospital and I was in the car driving home, I was feeling, like, total shit. And I went home and I took, like, a fucking, like, decontamination shower and just tried to, like, wash the fuck out of myself. And I took a bunch of antihistamines. But I was fucking covered in hives all over my whole body. And I was sick for, like, two or three weeks. Mm. With, like, the most horrible allergy, like, constant, like, blocked up nose mm-hmm. ever. So don't lay in the grass for an hour if you have, are allergic to grass. Yeah, good way to find, actually, the least efficient and least pleasant way to find out you're allergic to grass. <laughs> you have three correct. What about skin irritants like poison ivy, poison oak? That kind of stuff gives you atopic dermatitis? Yeah. Really? Maybe that doesn't count as an allergy because that's an irritant, huh? Yeah, I think so. Insect stings, like a bee or wasp sting. Insect stings, like a bee or wasp sting. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I was told once that I was allergic to dust mites. Dust and dust mites. And I'm not sure what that even is. So that's a bug that eats dust? Yeah. If you ask me, he's doing a good job. He's not though. We still got dust. We need more dust mites. If you're allergic to dust mites, this is bad news, but we've increased our production of dust mites. (laughs) Finally, enough dust mites to just keep your house clean. I thought I should look up and make sure that dust mites eat dust. They feed on skin flakes from animals and on some mold. That sounds so good. What's wrong with that? They eat all the mold in your house, and they eat your skin that you didn't want. They basically eat dust. So maybe this is a new million-dollar idea. Garbage Brain University. Million-dollar idea. Is we start breeding dust mites, and we give you, like, five gallons of them. And then you just dump them all over your house, and then your house is clean forever. Dust mites are so small. You don't have to put them in a crate at night. You don't have to take them to the vet. Doctor, my dust mite is sick. Well, feed him some dust and mold and see if he picks up his act. (laughs) 
if he if the dust mite dies, then doesn't it just become more dust, and then the other dust mites clean it up? I never think thought about it. it. I never thought about that. <laughs> That's just like when you make sourdough bread out of sourdough bread. Right. The dust mites are fucking. <laughs> of course they are. So it's you like, once you get your initial five gallons of dust mites, solid five gallons, like 50 pounds of dust mites. What would it look like if you dumped out a five gallon? It would look like a brownish gray, super fine powder. And it'd probably smell bad. Because to a dust mite, 40 feet could be eternity. So you would, I would just get a handful of them and then I would get a canned air and I just go, psst. Like anywhere I was walking around, there was like a shelf. I'm like, oh, I got some dust up here. Psst, have at it. I would just put them in like a Parmesan shaker and I'd just go around and shake them around. <laughs> just pepper around the house with them. <laughs> Seems more efficient than the canned air. That shit's expensive. We need to save that for huffing. <laughs> Are you still rolling, baby? Are, can you be allergic to mildew and mold? Mold. You can be allergic to mold. So you have another guess if you choose to take it. I really don't know. I don't know. I feel like I named all the little plants and animals and stuff that I okay. can think of. Food. Food? Foods. Oh, I thought, okay. Medications. I love food. I will eat everything except for like four foods having a food allergy would be truly hard i'm really lucky i feel like i'm lucky that i don't have any yeah. food allergies i just can't eat pineapple that's the one i can't do i like it i never run into it i used to i i really quite like it and i would get like a pineapple like and cut it up do you think you sensitized yourself to it do you no, think i didn't eat that much of it i've never bought a pineapple at a store i don't even know how much a pineapple costs if you asked me how much a pineapple costs i wouldn't know and if you told me a pineapple costs 239 i would be like huh and then if you said no I was fucking with you. A pineapple is like 16 bucks. I'd be like, oh, well, that also sounds right. <laughs> See, I want to know how much it costs. Do you just bing the phrase pineapple for sale? <laughs> That's how you found the price of pineapples is you bunged? <laughs> I bunged it. Pineapple uh, for sale. Yeah, canned pineapple, yeah. Let's look up, let's see what Whole Foods is charging for a pineapple. Two ninety nine. That's way cheaper than I would have thought. That's about what I would think, because when I used to eat pineapple, I didn't have like a lot of money, so I didn't think it was like a, it wasn't a luxury item. There was something I heard once where in Italy, maybe during wartime, they would just get an artichoke and they would just eat that. Is that like your artichoke? No, my my poor my poor person meals were always saltines and diet coke. One sleeve, one can. I would get twenty ounce. One environment. We have to save it. We are the world. <laughs> Did you hear they're bringing back We Are the World? Oh yeah. They're gonna try to. I don't think it's gonna happen. I don't. People think... just make fun of it. Oh my god! I made fun of We Are the World one. <laughs> I made fun of that. <laughs> But, like, nowadays, it's, like, everyone is, like, they have to make fun of it. Like, that's that's what they get out of it. That's our national sport. If that's all we can have, then that's, we're going to take it, right? Mm -hmm. If they do, we are the world, too, so help me. Oh, I'll tweet about it four to six times. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, 
I make a meme about it. Uh, I'm allergic to being pegged so perfectly. <laughs> it's almost like out. I've been sitting across the other side of the couch from you for 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I got you pegged, boss. <laughs> I'm getting hives right now. You're allergic to my realness. <laughs> so allergies are common in the developed world. 20% of people have allergic rhinitis. 6% of people have at least one food allergy. And 20% of people have atopic dermatitis at one point in their life. I've had that. That's my superpower. Your symptoms, like your seasonal allergy symptoms are worse than mine. Yeah. I get atopic dermatitis all the time for no reason. Yeah, that's what makes it atopic. Yeah. Because it's not on topic, baby. <laughs> I can, I have like, I know what I can't use on my body because if I use it, I will get like giant hives that are like more like a plaque. Yeah. That covers like a large expanse of my body. And so uh -huh. I can't use like fabric softener. Fabric softener is a big one. I can't use scented laundry detergent. And I can't use anything that has artificial fragrance in it that it makes things smell creamy. So if it's like peaches and cream or like oatmeal and honey, like creamy honey fragrance, like oatmeal honey, that will always give me hives. There's a terpene, which is like a 10 carbon compound. Mm-hmm. And they're used a lot for fragrances. It's called linalool. Yeah. It's part of the fragrance that people commonly think of as, quote, clean laundry. Mm -hmm. It's a specific smell. It's a mix of mostly terpenes. A lot of people are allergic to linalool. Huh. So that if you're allergic to clean laundry scent or you're allergic to a scent that could be described as ocean breeze, cool breeze... Blue water. Well, you used to, when you were doing chemical engineering, you worked with fragrance stuff specifically. Yes, I did. You have a patent in that stuff. I have more than one, yeah. In making stuff smell like other stuff. <laughs> so I'm saying lay it on. This is, your, this is your area of expertise. Yeah, that thing I did for a year, 17 years ago. I don't have any patents. And if I did have Look, a patent, I, I bet you I can remember how I did it. <laughs> I, I didn't get paid anything. It well, that's because was you were the... exploited, not because you didn't get a patent. <laughs> it was the opposite. <laughs> it was the opposite of a million dollar idea. Because it then... was a million dollar idea for somebody. And think about it. Right now, you're doing the same thing, just handing out your million dollar ideas to people for five dollars an hour. You're still doing the same shit. <laughs> when will you learn, Andy? <laughs> <laughs> People get dermatitis from that. I've gotten dermatitis, although I usually know where I got the dermatitis. It's topic dermatitis. Oh, yeah, because you touched plants. I really try not to touch. See, I was ahead of the virus because now everybody's like, you know, when you're walking to and fro, do not touch your neighbor's face. Do not touch it. <laughs> I'm like, I'm <laughs> ahead of you. I don't know what they put on their face because I will get that dermatitis. One time I went out and I was walking around in a cornfield. It was just all the corn and all the corn was brushing on me. And I was like, whatever, I eat this stuff all the time. <laughs> and I, uh, I texted you and you didn't text me back within about 15 seconds. So I called you and you were like, what? Why are you calling me? And I was like, I'm having dermatitis you need to come pick me up. And you're like, where are you? And I was like, I'm in the cornfield. <laughs> Natalie came and picked me up. Uh, 
<laughs> so apparently corn plants, I don't know if they put something on them or just the corn plant itself is toxic to me, which was also a surprise to me. Well, so sometimes when I'm on my computer and like I'm poking around old photos, there is a series of like five photos on my computer that I love every time I see them. It is a series of photos where it is like two or three pictures of you standing in the yard, like posing and making all these weird faces with these big handfuls of like foliage. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, look at me, I'm Plant Man. And then, like, click down one more picture, and then the next pictures are pictures of your arms totally covered in poison ivy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because I was I was cleaning out the yard, and you came and took pictures of me, and I was like, yeah, look at me. I'm not wearing any gloves. Oh, I got all these plants. <laughs> That's why I don't do any yard work. You can't even see it. Have you ever heard the Poison Ivy song? Uh-uh. Three leaves, let it be. Five leaves, let it be. <laughs> and there's a little... Four leaves, let it be. <laughs> it's like, poison the magic ivy. It's like a little <laughs> Peter and Paul song. It's one of those from the 60s. They didn't even, weed was weaker back then, but poison ivy was weaker. Now poison ivy is like kush. <laughs> if you even go near poison ivy, you will get fucking poisoned. That's why I've been staying inside lately. So I'm not worried about the coronavirus. I'm worried about that poison ivy. I don't blame you. <laughs> I mean, I'm just like, I, I can't deal with it. So one time I got, I think this was after, like right after I moved in with you. And I think I started using your laundry detergent. And I got a fucking rash like all over my whole body. And it was like huge, like plaques of like hives. And, they like, were like, they were like welts. They welts. were They were red and they were raised patches of skin. They would cover my whole ass cheek and like wrap around my front. And so I was like, okay, well, I thought I'd be able to take a shower and like kind of try to sleep it off, but this guy's not sleeping off. I need to go to the doctor. So I go to the doctor and I'm like, I got a rash and I need you to make it go away. He's like, all right, well, show it to me. And so I lift my shirt up because it's like all over my torso and all over my butt and my legs. And I show it to him. He's like, oh, that's fascinating. <laughs> Oh, that's, you don't want to hear that. No, no. He's like, this is, this is the most classic case of underpants rash I've ever seen. (laughs) (laughs) This is truly a classic underpants rash. (laughs) So what's underpants rash? It's like, apparently like when, when someone's allergic to laundry detergent, like they will get really bad hives in the areas where the their clothing is closest to their body okay and so like your areas like on your upper legs and your butt and like areas covered up by like the tighter part of your pants and your underwear like you'll get hives there the worst because there's like less slack between the fabric in your body than it is in other areas did he prescribe you something he gave me some kind of topical steroids and gave me like something else like he probably gave me allegra they always give me allegra and he asked me do you mind if i take photographs of your rash so I can use them in my, cause he was like an Ohio state doctor. And so he was like one of those guys who like taught rash class. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he, he wanted me to yeah. let him take pictures of my, of my ass and let him have interns come in and look at my ass. And I told him no. Buddy, there's a rash textbook somewhere. But he loved my rash. He thought it was great. 
He really loved it. And I usually would be cool with that shit because I don't give a fuck. Like, the very first time I went to the gynecologist, I let him have someone sit in. I didn't give a shit. Yeah. The first time I went, I was like 15 years old. And she's like, do you mind if we have the intern sit in? It's like, no, go for it. Everyone's looking. Give her a look. (laughs) (laughs) But there's something undignified with being like the black bar over the eyes photograph for classic underpants rash. Like, I didn't want to be that person. I think there's also, like, I don't mind, I, I don't care how many people are in the room, but don't take pictures. Yeah. I mean, maybe if I had, like, my arm ripped off and it was, like, all gnarly and gross. But, yeah, take pictures. Put it on Rotten.com, bro. And also take it to your class you teach about arm problems. <laughs> all right. Welcome to Arm Ripped Off 323. You will have had to take arm ripped off 322 as a prerequisite for this course. (laughs) I'm going to show you some real ass pics. This girl's arm rocks. (laughs) I totally respect the fact that people have to learn about that stuff. It's just, it's different when it's your ass. Yeah. It is like, there's something very dorky about being Miss Underpants Rash. I won that beauty pageant. If they took pics, like, it would be in the medical literature. So it wasn't, they would anonymize it. So you would never be able to track it down and get your royalties. Right. Now I wish I would have because I probably looked, I was, like, very young back then. I would have had a pretty rocking body. I probably should have had my picture taken. I never took any nudes or anything. That would have been my one nude. Hindsight, baby. (laughs) Um, Many allergens are airborne. And when you have airborne allergens, that's when you have problems with your eyes and your nose and your lungs. And so you'll get rhinitis and you'll get sneezing and itching and redness of your eyes. And then you also get increased mucus production, shortness of breath, coughing and wheezing. That sounds familiar. Why why does your body make so much mucus? I don't know. That's just the thing. Just write it out without the mucus. You just evolved that way. Somebody like 700,000 years ago made a bunch of mucus and they didn't die and they had a bunch of kids. <laughs> like that's the long and short of it. And then during the plague, having mucus did not predispose you to dying of the plague. So all the mucus havers lived. 1800s, you know what they called it in 1800s? Qatar. C-A-T-A-R-R-H. Yeah, yeah. That was just when you had, when you were in 1800s and you had a permanent sinus infection, they're just like, ah, it's Qatar. Take some laudanum. (laughs) Shut the fuck up. Sweep my chimney. Right. Uh, When you have food allergies, then your symptoms for food allergies include abdominal pain, bloating, vomiting, diarrhea, itchy skin, and swelling of the skin from hives. And sometimes you'll also get respiratory reactions from that. You eat the wrong thing and your whole shit starts swelling up. Yeah. And you got to get the EpiPen. Yeah. I never had to do an EpiPen for anything. I'm not allergic enough to need one of those. My mom had one of those for me. When what I were was... you allergic to that would have required it? She never hit me with the pen, but there was an idea that if I got really highly allergic, like if I wandered off into a field of goldenrod. <laughs> As one does, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, well, I mean. You did go into the cornfield. <laughs> once I was an adult and I and I had free reign, I would 
yeah, I would wander around in the cornfield or forest or whatever. So it's conceivable that it could have happened. And I guess there was the idea that I was allergic to everything else. So I could have been very allergic to bees. Yeah. It turns out I am not allergic to bees. When a bee stings me, it just hurts. Yeah. It doesn't feel good. Actually, the last time I I stepped on a bee, I was at the public pool. Was walking through the grass with bare feet. I suddenly had this very incredibly sharp pain in my littlest toe on one of my feet. And I thought, my God, what did I step on? I must have stepped on a staple or a hypodermic needle or something. Turns out it was a bee. It just hurt. Nothing happened to me. I was like, oh no, I just stepped on a bee. Made Nona sit there and watch me. I'm like, I don't know. I could be allergic. She's like, wouldn't you know? I don't know if I'm allergic to it. We sat there. We sat there. It's just dripping. Not the good kind where you have a cool sweater, but just I was wet. (laughs) You're soggy. You know, when you want it, it's moisture. And when you don't want it, it's wetness. I had wetness. (laughs) I'm sorry about your wetness. And we sat there and nothing happened. So I just let her get back in the pool. Like, you don't have to monitor my symptoms. I'm fine. I just, my toe hurts now. So when you're allergic to an insect sting, then you might get a giant hive, which is something that Nona gets. Because when she, sometimes she will get mosquito bites and they'll just like get huge. And I'll have to put Benadryl and Band-Aids on all of them to keep her hands off of them. Boy, Benadryl, that's a good one for allergies. Yeah. But that's kind of a double-edged sword. Imagine if you're in Dungeons and Dragons and you've got a sick sword. (laughs) And you're slicing and dicing, but the other side makes you go to sleep. (laughs) Yeah. That's about the only thing that Benadryl is good for. The topical Benadryl, like the gel, is really good when you have, like, something on your skin. But the pills are only good for making you go to sleep. It doesn't feel good either. It's not a good sleep. Do you like going to sleep on Benadryl? It's a heavy sleep. The last time I went to sleep after taking Benadryl, I felt like somebody was trying to push a pillow over my face. (laughs) Yeah, I'm into it. Like, do me. Send me down. (laughs) It was like I was being pushed through the pillow. Push me through the pillow, baby. Too forcefully asleep. I didn't like it. Force me to sleep, baby. (laughs) (laughs) I, you know, I don't know if it's my metabolism. Like I mentioned, uh, I eat a taco. The taco emerges unharmed within four hours. (laughs) So it may be my system just has a quick response time. I'm just twitchy. I can take like a single Benadryl and that'll be enough to make me feel like I'm being drowned by a cinder block yeah i take two or three benadryls and i just like slide off two benadryl is what you need to go to sleep because that's the dose for one of the -the over-the-counter sleeping pills that are made out of benadryl when you get the diphenhydramine that's in a purple box that says (laughs) 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 they tell you take 50 milligrams which is two benadryls now this product packaging looks like somebody fell asleep on the keyboard i'm getting this one (laughs) this one this guy's fucking sleeping already So, could it be another fucking quiz? Fucking quiz! Oh my fucking god! 90% of food allergies are caused by which foods? I have a list of eight. Peanuts. Peanuts is on the list. Peanuts is not as high on the list as you would think. Tree nuts. Tree nuts is even lower than peanuts, but it is on the list. You know why I know that? Because when you go to a school, if you don't have a kid, you don't know. But when you go to a school... There will be a sign on the door that says no peanuts, 
No tree nuts. Uh, you know what else they say? No dairy. Is that when you're guessing? Yeah, yeah, that's my guess. Milk. Because people, like beyond being lactose intolerant, people are allergic to it, right? Lactose intolerance is not an allergy. It's an inability to digest lactose because you lack the enzyme in your digestive system. Okay. There's a dairy allergy yeah, yeah. that's separate. Yeah. Uh, some people are allergic to eggs. Eggs. Uh, you know, a big one, people are allergic to wheat or, wheat. or gluten and wheat. Wheat. Wheat is fun to say. Wheat. 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 That's good because that's kind of the noise a pig makes. Wheat. Wheat. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. There's three more that comprise 90%, so it's actually probably a lot more than that. Shellfish. Shellfish. I love shellfish. Yum, 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 yum. Is that what they sound like? Yum, 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 yum. Yeah, that's what scallops do. Gosh, if you looked at a scallop, if you were diving in the beautiful crystal clear ocean and you pulled a scallop out, you would never think that what you got out of the ocean was just that little white circle. <laughs> Absolutely no idea of where that even came from. <laughs> it's like a little perfect puck. It's like a little tablet of ocean meat yeah <laughs> and then the animal itself is that whole thing that looks like a soap <laughs> yeah looks like a special bathroom soap like am i even allowed to use this <laughs> i want you to look at it yeah when no, you open it up there it is that's the part where's it stinker at mm, that's the catch <laughs> there's no thinker on this thing guys what do they think about how do scallops see without a brain? That's a question vice thinks that scallops is so dumb that it counts as vegan <laughs> oh yeah did you read that just the headline yeah they're just like they're like fetal rabbits we have to get some of those <laughs> rabbit fetuses yeah those are vegetables nervous system um they lack brains and have a nervous system controlled by three paired ganglia located at various points throughout their anatomy so i don't think they think about much what if they had angst? You need to have more than three ganglia to have angst. How many ganglia do I have? Probably. How many ganglia equals a, a brain? You <laughs> probably have millions. Do you have angst? Well, I mean, rhetorical question. I know you do. <laughs> Does one have angst? If you don't have angst, then that just means you don't think about stuff very much. Are we still guessing? We still have two more guesses. Are fish separate from shellfish? Yes, because they don't have shells, baby. What if fish did have shells? I think you just answered your own question. Would they be shellfish then? I don't think that they would. Fishes have brains. You know what would be super is if you got about 170 million fish and you hooked them up. Do you remember when they first came out with PlayStation 3? The army was like, this is the most advanced computer that we can get our hands on for $400 or $500 if we get the special, like, Wolfenstein skin. <laughs> you remember that? <laughs> and they got a whole bunch. They got, like, some inordinate number of playstation 3 and they hooked them up and they're like we have a supercomputer now so you think that we can we can hook up all the fish and then the fish's brain powers will combine and make it make a super intelligent fish yeah like have you heard of kubernetes no well i don't know what it is either <laughs> i've been told it's a modular sort of linux that you hook up and you run programs but each one is its own little fish brain what I'm proposing <laughs> is a sort of GitHub, but in this case, I would call it 
fish hub. Oh, is this a million dollar idea? This might just be a million dollar idea. Garbage Brain University. M million dollar idea. Fish hub. Million dollar idea. <laughs> you get 170 million fish. You hook them up. Each fish itself, each entire fish's brain is a single node. Mm -hmm. They talk to each other. And you might say, well, they can't say much. That's where the wires come in. <laughs> now they're talking. That's, that's what I call a fishnet. <laughs> I'm sure it would end well when all the fish swam around in different directions and then turned into a giant knot. That's where the wires come in. <laughs> These fish aren't going anywhere. <laughs> it's going to drag them behind a boat. You know, I was thinking more of a laboratory situation, but now you mention it. Like just <laughs> if you, connecting. If we're talking about millions of fish. Connecting the brains of 170 million fish. Yeah. Creating the fish hub on the fish net. <laughs> And you're right. Keep it moving. Because <laughs> I need to just keep it moving. You, Where is if you hold them still, they're gonna die, and then your fucking network goes down. <laughs> he said to drag them. That's what tricks them into thinking they're still swimming around and they still have free will. <laughs> that is so great. I'm glad nobody can drag us around and make us think we still have free will. <laughs> Uh, that's a good million dollar idea. I think we're going places. If you're in need of a supercomputing power, just <laughs> and you have very many individual fish. Yeah, right. Let me know. Are they big fish or little fish? What kind of fish are we talking about? Are we talking about horse mackerels? I was thinking about... Lobsters? The regular, just the silver ones that just have their mouths that go like, mow, mow, mow. Like they open and close Regular them. fish? Yeah. In the ocean or river fish? I didn't think. I realized they're worth different amounts, but. <laughs> Are we talking about carp? Are we talking about sea bass? I would do horse mackerel I would use a lot of them. I would use an invasive species. I would use lionfish or something. Yeah. And those are like... Aren't carp invasive? Yeah. Oh, carp are super invasive. Yeah. And they're all over around here. And so you'd have easy access to them to yep. create the fishnet. Are, are we done with this quiz? I, you miss soy. You can be allergic to soy, really. Uh -huh, uh -huh. For a bonus point. Bonus point. And I'll forget the fact that you miss soy. What is the most common food allergy in the United States? Probably shellfish. It's shellfish, yeah. Crustacea. So we're talking lobster, crabs. Yeah, that'd be sad. I'd be really sad if I was allergic to shellfish. You wouldn't miss it. You'd just never eat it. I know, but I really like it. You would have it once and the ensuing fallout would just be like, I hate that. I'm I hate those crabs. It. Yeah. Walk sideways on out of here, motherfucker. Dum dum. What did you learn today about allergies? You could be allergic to fish shellfish but when it comes down to it you would say well of course you could be allergic to shells that's where you're wrong right i don't unless you eat them <laughs> oh god damn it i didn't think about that <laughs> my that... animal crossing person told me today that she collects the shells and she lets them sit around in her room for a week and then she whispers her her hopes and dreams and fears into the shells and then chucks them back into the ocean i don't know if that's valid yeah. I don't know if she's going to get anything out of that. She should eat them instead. Like, crunchy bunches of crunches. <laughs> you know, I did. Uh, I did learn something today. 
I learned other stuff, but like the whole Swiss cheese effect. It went, because sometimes you learn stuff, but since your brain is like Swiss cheese, because to make it, it's not Swiss cheese if it doesn't have the holes. Right. There's no cloud if it doesn't rain. That's what they always say. <laughs> Think about it. This episode was brought to you by Harlem Township, Ohio. Harlem Township, Ohio. It's east of here. That's Harlem. their... Go ahead. No, sing the song. Harlem Township in our fraternal love. <laughs> That that's, was... that's the, what is that? What do they call those? The alma mater anthem of Harlem Township. <laughs> Harlem Township fighting reservoirs. Yeah. They go out. <laughs> Harlem Township. <laughs> well, that's going to wrap it up for us. <laughs> Thanks again. To all our folks on Discord. Alexis Lurleen, Cheese Curls, Bucket Rich, and Josh. You can get in there, patreon.com slash garbagebrainuniversity. You can talk to us. You can talk to our friends. You can get all the paid episodes you haven't already heard. Do it right now. Instant access. Instant gratification. You're not going anywhere. No, we're not going anywhere either. We're not going a damn where. Not a single place. Except hell. Ow! Fuck you, everybody! Good night. <laughs> Good night. <laughs>